This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What is going on, Raider Nation? We are now, what is this, episode 53, I think. So 53 episodes in less than a year. We're actually, this podcast will be approaching its one-year anniversary, maybe in, what is this now, about two weeks, a little less than two weeks. I think November 4th, either November 4th or November 7th, I think was the first date, was the first was episode one when episode one dropped. Um, but somewhere around now is when I got the idea to start the podcast about a year ago. And at this point, a year ago, I'd probably never even listened to a podcast ever. All I had was a Twitter account and quick story. All it was, was a couple random followers told me, Cody, you talk way too much on Twitter. You need to get a podcast. I'm like, what the heck's a podcast? So I checked out a few episodes. One of the first ones actually that I listened to was the pillaging podcast, um, gave me some good inspiration. And from there it was pretty much history. Um, That's kind of what this thing has grown into. Now, podcasting has turned into a passion of mine. Obviously, I love it way too much. You guys hear me probably way too much, but you're going to hear me even more. Um, You know, we're approaching a year. I'll have, what, 54, 5, maybe 55, 56 episodes um, within the first year of the podcast uh, being birthed. But that number is obviously going to go up on this feed as well as the premium content, which you guys heard I announced just a couple days ago. And that is now everything, the puzzles put together, everything's figured out. I've already announced it on Twitter, but if you guys want to jump in on the premium content, all it takes is a 99 cent payment for the first month. After that, it'll be $5 a month, but you guys just try it out. It's 99 cents. I'm going to try and put out, you know, two to three episodes a week. It might turn into more. I don't know what I'm going to grow this beast into, but the premium content is going to be awesome. That's not going to change this feed though. You guys are still going to get your normal two episodes a week. It's going to be the same content, the same thing, but all my bonus episodes will go to that feed. So um, for instructions, just go to RaiderCody.com or you can visit my Twitter page. All the info's on the Twitter page at RaiderCodyPod or at RaiderCody. But you go to RaiderCody.com, look for red buttons. If you see a red button that says premium, click on it. You're going to put in your payment information um, and it's going to pretty much put you into your own little page on what they call Supercast. That's what the app is ran through. Um, This is through Blue Wire, but they go through Supercast. You're going to go to a little page. You have a little dashboard and it's going to come up with all the 
you know, um, platforms that the podcast will go to. So once you put in your payment information, you'll see a list of podcasts pop up. Um, for example, Apple Podcasts, there'll be iTunes, there'll be Stitcher, there'll be different um, podcast platforms. You pick whichever one that you listen to a podcast on, you click that link, and it's going to drag you into that app, and you can add it directly into it. So for Apple Podcast users, if you're listening to this on an iPhone, you sign up, you go to RaiderCody.com, click that red button, you click Apple Podcasts at the top, it's going to take you right to your Apple Podcast app, and it's going to say subscribe, boom, subscribe, it drops in your feed, super easy, and then it's just like a normal podcast. Nothing is different, you just have a second Raider Cody feed. One free one, one premium one, and I guarantee you, between the two of them, you'll get all the Raiders content possible. But, that's enough of that for now, we have a normal show to get to, and we you know we had some things happen this week ahead of the Houston Texans game. So let's go ahead and jump into some announcements. Obviously, the biggest news this week was the Raiders trading Gary Unconley to the Houston Texans for a third round pick. I covered this in my last episode, but I'm going to hit on it again. And this time, I just kind of want to emphasize how crazy is it? Like, I've never heard of a team trading a player to the team that they were playing the very next week, the very next game. And just like five days after the trade, you're going to be playing this dude and he's going to be probably starting he's probably gonna be their number one corner at least on the field gosh 75 80 percent of the time their secondary is i mean just riddled with either injuries or they're just a, they have a shortage of talent their secondary is hurting gary unconley's gonna get thrusted into a big role and we just gave him to him so i don't know if that just shows how much the raiders really care um, or maybe they know his weaknesses maybe we can exploit his weaknesses in houston Maybe, but I mean, that's absolutely nuts. Definitely gives me a good laugh. But even besides that, I guess the other big news this week would be defensive tackle and fan favorite Anthony Rush, uh, one of our preseason heroes. Um, He was stashed on our practice squad. He was signed by the Philadelphia Eagles, um, which kind of hurts. I I really wish he wouldn't have went, but good opportunity for Anthony Rush to get, you know, obviously if you you sign a player off a practice squad, you have to put him on your active 53 So Anthony Rush, not necessarily saying he'll be active in games, but he's on the 53-man roster for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a good opportunity for him. Maybe get some playing time or work his way up to that point. Um, Super cool. But yeah, I mean, of course, it hurts that we lost one of our favorites. And then obviously one thing that we're tracking this week heavily as Raiders fans was after the Gary Unconley trade because there was a lot of rumors swirling after that that the Raiders weren't done. Uh, multiple sources, multiple insiders were pretty much saying like, look, that's just a small step to a bigger fish. Look for the Raiders to do something and do something quick. Um, I mean, in the words of they're not done, look for something else fast. Um, but obviously nothing happened. Um, there's been no other trades, no, nothing really big. Emmanuel Sanders was another thing that moved away from, um, he got traded from the Broncos to the Niners which in my opinion is a good thing for us. I guess that's kind of a trade for the Raiders because now we don't have to face him twice a year. He was on the final year of his contract, but we won't have to face him later this year against Denver. Um, And then as well as today, actually, it was on Thursday, Michael Bennett getting traded from the Patriots to the Dallas Cowboys. That was kind of a name that was starting to get attached to the Raiders, but um, he has like two and a half sacks through like six or seven games. So not necessarily like a big fish that we missed out on. Uh, We have players like that. I mean, I'd take Max Crosby getting snaps over Michael Bennett, in my opinion. So not a big loss, Um, but yeah, we're still kind of on watch. I'm still looking for something to happen, especially on the defensive side of the ball. There's been some receivers names being tossed around like a Robbie Anderson, maybe. Um, But for me, I'm still looking defense, defense, defense. 
mainly pass rusher. I mean, if it's an upgrade, um, there's also guys now floating around like Dion Jordan. You know, he's like a former like top five pick a few years ago, but he's been busted for like some substance abuse stuff. Um, he's serving a 10 game suspension this year and he's currently a free agent. Uh, so that means he'll be available in what, like three weeks. Uh, so Dion Jordan coming back, there's been some videos swirling around social media and maybe for, you know, a right, the right price, a prove it deal at the end of the season. You never know. I mean, we win this, we, we win this game against Houston and, you know, we're four and three going into a good three game home stretch. Maybe that's someone that we take a chance on for, you know, a one-year prove-it deal. Let's try and make a playoff run. Add another pass rusher in there. Um, we got a lot of defensive linemen right now on the roster uh, being stacked up. Shoot, I mean, we got like nine or ten guys, I think, pretty close. Quite a bit. Um, so it just kind of depends what route we decide to go. Maybe we are actually just happy with what we have. I hope not. Um, I think we could still use some linebacker depth. Um, so, we're, well, you know, we'll see what that turns into, of course. But, um Yeah, for Raider Nation, the trade watch is still in full force. But we've also had some good news this week, and mainly on the injury list. Um, You know, of course, we've had Tyrell Williams that's been out the last couple games dealing with that plantar fasciitis. He's been practicing this week. You know, as of Thursday now, he's had two practices in, feeling good. He's had no setbacks at this point. We'll see what he does on Friday. But right now, I think his playing for Sunday is going to be looking good. I'd still imagine there's a possibility that he's on some sort of a snap count, um, just dealing with something that you don't want to re-aggravate. But, I mean, getting half of Tyrell Williams on the field is better than none. I'd definitely like to see him getting worked in there a little bit. Um, I mean, anything, anything in our wide receiver group right now is going to help. Obviously, we've done pretty well without him. Um, So just, you know, sprinkling him in there a little bit this week. Anything like that will help, as well as now Trent Brown, who was out last week, um, with that shin or that calf injury, not shin injury, calf injury. Um, he was kind of practicing limited off and on, but he missed last week. He came back, he returned, he practiced again with his teammates. He was a little limited, I think, the first day, but I think he's practicing normal now on Thursday. So for the first time on Sunday, there's a chance that we get all of our starting offensive linemen on the field at the same time. And that has me absolutely pumped because we've been easily one of the best if not the best offensive lines so far this year um colton miller has taken that step up he's taken that jump in year two um and proved a lot of people wrong i mean for one i mean i supported him but you know i did still have my doubts and he came out and he's played well uh richie incognito a guy that we missed the first two games is out there tearing it up he's playing hard rodney hudson is rodney hudson there's nothing else i can say that would make him look any better gabe jackson just came back last week Um, He took a rest day from practice earlier this week, but he came back, um, practiced in full. So Gabe Jackson, I think, is absolutely ready to go. I'm sure he has a little bit of knee soreness that uh, he was saying he was kind of dealing with, but he's ready to go now. And if we get Trent Brown back on that line, absolutely, let's freaking go. I'm so amped to have all five offensive linemen out there. And as well as the guy that's running behind them now, we've been a little worried about Josh Jacobs. Uh, the last few days, he missed the first. He missed uh, Wednesday and Thursday of practice. Um, but there's been a few things, you know. People, uh, reporters, and writers have gone in there. Paul Gutierrez actually reported himself from ESPN uh, that he pretty much told the team that it's going to have to be broke for him not to play. So I'm sure he has a sore shoulder still. You guys remember that big hit um, that he had on the Packers linebacker Amos last week? It was like the first play of the game, and he actually just bulldozed the dude. Um, pretty much just wiped him out. Well, 
that was where he hurt his shoulder and he still played through it. So I'm sure he's still going to play through it Sunday. He's just resting. Um, obviously Thursday they had pads on. There's no point of going out there and just aggravating your shoulder over and over again. He knows the plays, you know, just sit in the film room, sit through meetings, just understand all the checks, understand all the changes. Yeah. I mean, as long as you just have a general of idea of the adjustments that the offense is m- making, as long as you are clear on the adjustments that Derek Carr will be making at the line, you're going to be fine. Josh Jacobs, you go out there and you do your thing and he's coming off the best game uh, so far of his career. And uh, there's no reason we, he can't have a big one this Sunday. So uh, to have a full healthy line with Josh Jacobs returning and Tyro Williams possibly get mixed in, things are looking good, guys. Like I said, we had some good news this week, especially on the injury report. But now we've had some bad news this week um, when it comes to actually a Raider legend. Um, former Raiders cornerback Willie Brown actually passed away just a couple days ago. Um, you remember, of course, the the infamous touchdown against the Minnesota Vikings, the pick six touchdown. Um, Willie Brown was one of the most iconic Raiders as a Raider, but maybe one of the most iconic alumni um, after retiring. The the work that he you know put in off the field, the involvement that he still had with the organization, the stuff that he still did at events. He was one of the first Raiders alumni I actually met whenever my parents had taken me to some uh, youth football camps that the Raiders put on. Um, you know, Willie Brown was always there. I, I, I think I went three years and he was there every single year. I got a few autographed items. Uh, my dad actually has them because he, he's the autograph guy. I'm not really super big into autographs, but uh, yeah, well, you know, I never really knew Willie Brown. I only saw him as a kid. Um, but obviously the legacy that he left on, you know, Raiders later, um, after his time, you know, especially guys like Charles Woodson, um, even current Raiders. Now you you see our guys that, uh, were Raiders, even just for a few years, you see Rod Streeter, he's affected by it. Darren McFadden, he's affected by it. Um, you guys remember I'm on draft days. Um, uh, he was the guy that announced Derek Carr being drafted in the second round. So yeah, I mean, Willie Brown, that, that, that's a big impact for us. Absolutely. Um, luckily for us, um, he was already a, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, not every Raider at this point in their time um, gets that honor. So that was great for Willie Brown. He definitely deserved it. Um, one of the best Raiders, you know, that you can compare of all time. I mean, Raider for life. I mean, that's what it's all about. Once Raider, always Raider. Dude was always a Raider. So uh, rest in peace, Willie Brown. You'll definitely be missed. Um, but the impact that you put on this organization and this fan base is going to last forever. I promise you. So that pretty much wraps it up for our announcements this week. There's a lot that went on. Um, a lot of this stuff, I'm going to start going a little bit more in depth during my bonus episode. So like I said, RaiderCody.com, click that premium button, look for your platform, add it in there. I'm going to, you know, I don't expect everybody here to sign up for it, but for those that want the extra content, I'm going to do my best to put in as much extra time as I possibly have into this stuff, um, pump out as much as I possibly can. And I will for sure, no doubt, make all this worth it for you. So the next few episodes, if you don't sign up or if you don't want to sign up, you have no interest at all. I understand not everybody wants to pay for a podcast. I'm just going to push it just because I feel it's my due diligence right now. So the next few episodes, I might talk about it a little bit more than I should. Don't get annoyed. I'm still going to keep my normal content. I'm not going to let it block the content. But we do have a big game coming up against Houston this week. So let's get into it. So first thing that pops to mind whenever I'm looking ahead 
to play in the Houston Texans is DeAndre Hopkins. How the heck do we stop DeAndre Hopkins? And obviously getting the call this week with Gary and Conley getting traded is going to be Trayvon Mullen. And I have a feeling, depending on how Paul Gunther decides to play this scheme, I still feel like these guys are going to stick to their respective sides. We're not going to have a guy that follows DeAndre Hopkins. Daryl Worley is not going to go out there just because he's the best corner on our roster right now. He's not going to go out there and follow Hopkins. So I have a feeling Worley kind of stays to the side that he's been more comfortable with this year. Paul Gunther is going to insert Mullen directly into Gary and Conley's role. And the Texans right now are probably game planning to get DeAndre on that side of the field. They're going to test the rook. Guarantee you, over half the time, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be lined up, lined up on Trayvon Mullen. And this is it. This is his chance. And it's crazy because you see players like this and they, they get that opportunity finally to start. And for Trayvon Mullen, he's going to have to go up against who is probably the best wide receiver in football right now for sure last year but could still be the best wide receiver in football right now so let's hope um, we go in with a little bit different defensive scheme because you got to get physical with Hopkins uh, we can't play him like how we played uh, these wide receivers this last week in Green Bay we can't play soft we can't go in zone we need a man up on DeAndre we need a double uh, I mean we got a crazy double team Hopkins every single play every single play because I mean they don't really have another big threat um, Will Fuller who was their main deep threat. He's going to be out a few weeks. So Will Fuller is going to be gone. Um, we're not going to be having a float of safety over the top of him, looking for that deep ball almost every play. Um, there's still going to be Kenny Stills. He has a little bit of a deep threat. Let's not sleep on that guy. But DeAndre Hopkins needs to have all the attention this week because um, Deshaun Watson isn't afraid to move around in that pocket a little bit and take some shots downfield. Now, I mean, that offense is going to, produce our defense is going to have its work cut out and we're in houston so we're kind of facing the same thing as what we did in lambo and that scares me because for the most part they got some firepower houston texans will score in houston absolutely so hopefully you know the last time i was pretty down on the defense they made some adjustments and they came out that next week and they played really well so let's hope that they do the same thing for me this week in houston um, but on the other side of the ball now we're looking at the offense and of course we still had those two costly turnovers last week but now look at the offense outside of those our offense looked better than it's ever looked probably since maybe some flashes in 2017 but probably 2016 i haven't seen this offense play this well since 2016 is what we did last week. Now, like I said, we had those two costly turnovers. Um, they really didn't have the ball that much because Aaron Rodgers was, you know, driving the ball 80 yards to score like every single drive. But I expect this to be a little bit different in Houston. Um, and, you know, I feel like this Houston Texans team is something really similar to the Green Bay Packers. They're not as established. They're not going to be as threatening. This is a definitely way more winnable game for us than it was last week. But at the same time, um, we can't take them lightly. And the offense needs to go out there, and they need to be just as aggressive as they were last week because the secondary is struggling, and so is the run game. So hopefully we go in there with the same game plan. We get creative. We find a way to get Josh Jacobs the ball in space and keep this thing rolling. But I've reiterated this over and over again. This is our situation going into it. We're 3-3. Three and three. We've hit the end of our schedule, or the tough part of our schedule. At some point, you remember, we started this year, we had a big hot win. We were 1-0 against the different Broncos. We played two really good teams in the Minnesota Vikings and the Kansas City Chiefs. We went down 1-2, and, and we thought our season was done with. 
So then we go out and we beat two pretty good teams back to back. The Indianapolis Colts, for one, who actually went out and they go and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs after that. Um, they go, I think they even beat the Minnesota Vikings. They've beat some pretty good teams after they lost to us. And then we go and we upset the Chicago Bears in London. We almost sent them to hell on a downward spiral. Um, They were a very promising team up until they played us. And now they've kind of been on the skid. I think they lost the last two games after they lost to us. They've lost like three in a row, I believe. So um, the Chicago Bears, as a Raiders fan, we are still rooting for them to lose big time. We hold on to one of their picks. We need one of those pretty high. So, uh, you know, this is go Raiders. And hopefully the Chicago Bears keep losing. (laughs) Uh, I mean, because that's really, that's what we need. That's really what we need. Go Raiders. Screw you, Chicago Bears. But guys, that's going to do it for this week. I kept it pretty short, pretty simple. Kept it, you know, I mean, just to the basics. I've had a pretty busy week launching this premium content, trying to get all my ducks in a row, figuring everything out. I've re-upgraded my computer. I've been trying to get everything back downloaded to it. Putting stuff out has been a little extra difficult this week, but everything will be back on track. I promise after this next game, content is going to be soon flying out of here for sure. Just like I said, getting all my ducks in a row. So don't forget, make sure you call in your post-game reactions to our hotline after the game. That's 808-650-7220. As soon as the game's over, all the way up until like, I don't know, like eight o'clock, you have all that time to call into that voicemail. Make it short and sweet. If you can keep it under a minute, that is like perfect. Minute and a half, that's perfect. Um, Try not to go over two, three minutes. Um, It just kind of eats up a lot of time in the show. Me and Kenny like to talk a little bit too, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, keep it short and sweet. Um, Visit, like I said earlier too. I'm going to say, I've said like I said a lot. I feel like I'm repeating myself. I wasn't prepared enough for this show, guys. I apologize. Go to RaiderCody.com. There's going to be premium content on there. Um, you'll see anything red button. You click the red button. It says premium. I think there's three of them. I think there's three premium buttons on my website right now. RaiderCody.com. Click on the premium button. You put in your card information. Takes you to the site. You click on your favorite platform. It drops it in there. And like I said, I mean, I'm not going to take away anything from the feed that's there right now. I'm just going to go in-depth a little bit more and put out as much content as, as I possibly can as soon as I can. When things happen, I want to put it out there. I want to talk about press conferences more. I want to talk about injuries throughout the week. I want to talk about, I just want to hit a bunch of little episodes throughout the week. I want this to dang near be a daily podcast. If you can subscribe to both feeds, you're going to dang near get a daily podcast. You're going to listen to me almost every day. So that's what I'm trying to turn this thing into, but it takes time. It takes work. I've invested a lot into this podcast. Um, and I hope you guys, for those that feel that they're worth it, I, I want it to be worth it to you. Absolutely. Um, so find this as a good way to, you know, invest and support both asp- aspects of the show, the free version and the paywall version, the premium version. So, um, I appreciate you guys. And if you don't sign up, don't worry. I'm not worried about it. I'm glad that you guys still listen to the show, the free one. Um, cause that's what it's all about. It's about just being fans and enjoying what you can, uh, what you can do, what you can listen to. Um, and I appreciate it. So Raider Nation, we've got a big game ahead. We have one last home game on this long road trip, and we need to be going into Oakland next week, four and three. So Raider Nation, until Sunday night after the game, I will see you guys later.